0: Welcome into Defeating the Curse. The Redskins have a new running back. Adrian Peterson officially joins the Washington Redskins. I, I, I think we can just start with that topic right there. FP, you were one of the first ones to comment and kind of blow up our, uh, I guess, our group chat and talk about this at length. Are you still up on this move? Is Adrian Peterson going to lead this team in rushing by the end of the season? Is he going to be the leader of this team in, in total touches and rush yards? What, what's your say?
1: So... If you're going to give me the Adrian Peterson uh, that had the couple 100-yard games last season um, behind a much better offensive line than anything Arizona had uh, with many, many more weapons and an RPO run by Alex Smith and Gruden, I absolutely think he can get a 700 to 800 yards and that would definitely be leading rusher for the Redskins.
0: Okay, so you're not seeing any problems with bringing in a 33-year-old guy that's on his uh, fourth knee replacement or whatever it is at this point?
1: Uh, if if you wanted to discuss problems, they all get wiped. Any problem there could be would be wiped out with, this is a one-year rental where it's costing you essentially nothing. And if he works out great and he's your best running back, then put him to work, run him to the ground, and then dump him at the end of the year and go back to Geis's.
0: I want to, Let's get LP on this one. LP, are you as bullish as uh, FP on Peterson joining the Redskins?
2: Look, I, to me, it's not about Peterson joining the Redskins or not. It's really about what's the the low side and what's the high side of this deal. Um, the Redskins are getting Adrian Peterson for a veteran minimum deal. He's guaranteed nothing until week one of the regular season, so he's got two weeks to, to prove it in camp. Um, and so it's a high upside deal. But then you also have to think about what do you have in place now? You have Samaje Piran, you have Fat Rob, and you have essentially two guys who the coach, who Doug Williams, who everyone in the front office over the, the course of the offseason has said, we have to upgrade the running back position. So uh, to stay put means that you didn't upgrade the running back position, and you probably got worse because uh, Fat Rob is just getting a little bit older and Samaje is still fumbling the ball and you know twisting ankles. So. The upside there's to this deal only. is that you're getting Adrian Peterson on a veteran minimum, veteran minimum deal, and he's guaranteed nothing. So you play him for two weeks, you see what All right, comes in. But to in, be fair, the like, Redskins,
0: and, the Redskins are also guaranteed nothing because this is the same Adrian Peterson that looked pretty bad against the with the New Orleans, uh, New Orleans Saints to start yeah, the well, season last year, and he had a crowded backfield there too, and ultimately got outplayed by uh, a rookie and Alvin Kamara. He outplayed, I mean, maybe the entire league, so maybe not the the best assessment or best comparison, I? but. Can
1: I touch on that real quick before we move on from that topic? AP in in New Orleans, or AD, a lot of fans get mad about the acronym used for him. AD in New Orleans, um, he struggled in that offense because their run game, pass game option all worked together. It was all intertwined, and you had to be good coming out of that backfield uh, on on fakes and on options and, and catching the ball and running. That's not Adrian Peterson's game. His game is power running, give me a ball, run down the middle, run it down your throat. That's why he didn't excel in New Orleans, and that's why people are – people. The, one of the biggest knocks on him is that he doesn't have good hands, and he can't catch, and he can't run his All routes. Right, but
0: see, you're saying but you don't, somehow that's but you not his
1: strength. I mean, that's,
0: that's no, clearly a, but, a deficiency here. If, if, you, if, in a if, you
1: look, if you look at a Gruden offense, he doesn't want to – trick you with what he's doing with his running back. I mean, every time we have a running back, he's either going to pound the rock or if that running back's going to come out of the backfield and catch, Chris Thompson's in. That's just what Gruden does. Well, well so, here's Well, he's been limited. Nothing hold, changes. On, hold on, hold on. He's
0: been limited by his staff. He's been limited by by the talent he's had on his roster. One of the things that that P. Ryan apparently had worked on tremendously this offseason was catching the ball out of the backfield. So I'm not I'm not buying this Gruden doesn't want a a back who can do it all.
1: Oh, I'm Look, not saying he doesn't want that. I'm saying is, we've we've dealt with it. We've, well, we've dealt with that before, and all you're getting is essentially a quote unquote stronger runner down the middle.
2: Here, here's the thing with Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson is a bulk uh, carries running back. So when he's carrying nine or ten times, he's not as effective as when he's carrying, you know, fifteen to twenty true. times, right? And it, what we've seen in Gruden's offense is there's no running back in Gruden's offense that carries the ball fifteen to twenty times. It's you know, seven to ten times for Chris Thompson. Seven to ten times for whoever you know back number one is, and and something similar to uh, probably that's it, right? So that's going to be an issue running down. Um, you know, with Adrian Peterson, but
0: yeah, exactly because his first five five carries are going to go for five yards. Two more voices I want to bring in on this topic, Stevie, and then Razzle coming back that's and joining hot. the podcast. It's been. Uh, I think Razzle's last time on the podcast has been almost a year since our fantasy draft from last year. But we'll go Steve first, and then we'll bring in uh, we'll bring in Razzie. But Stevie, uh, I know it's the off season. Well, it's the off season for uh, for everyone but the Nats. So we we don't expect you to be fully up to speed. But Adrian Peterson making waves, I'm sure registered on your radar just a little bit. Come on, the Nats are done. The Nats are done. We'll talk about them in a second. Okay,
3: I've done my research, and let me just say. Uh, I love when Joe asks a question of LP and he just ignores it and answers a different question. I really <laughs> miss that. Okay. That's part of my, it's part of what I love on here. But
2: it, it's a skill that you learn on the podcast of just <laughs> taking he, Joe's question and talking about something
3: completely I different. Think, I think he hit the nail on the head. Let me, let me go to, to two things. Number one, question isn't about AD, AP, Adrian Peterson, whatever. It's about a Jay Gruden offense and the simple fact that we've had, I don't know, four years of Jay Gruden now. And in his offense, no running back will be the catalyst for that offense. I mean, that's just—he's a pass 1st uh, 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 offensive mind, and that's just how it is. He's never really utilized a feature back, gotten them twenty-five to thirty carries. Look at the running backs for the past couple of years, and you could say he's been, uh, you know, somewhat curtailed by talent. But he's never shown a commitment to the run, and I don't see that changing with a thirty-three-year-old Adrian Peterson. Now let's look at what you're getting. For that, that veteran minimum, you're getting in 2017, you're getting, uh, let's see, 156 carries, 500 yards, 3.3 yards a carry, two touchdowns. What makes FP, I love you, FP, but what makes you think he's going to double those stats in 2018? You can tell me the Cardinals' lines things. I would present to you Sean Laval, I would present to you <laughs> R- Roller I- I will admit, I will
1: admit that our offensive line is top five in pass pro and probably below 10 when it comes to run blocking. So that goes against what I'm saying. But all in all, if you look at the offensive unit as a whole, you have linemen that are great at pulling, you have genius play calling from Jay Gruden, and you have, if your receiving core stays healthy and Jordan Reed is on that field. And you have, again, like I said, the RPO with Alex Smith, where he ran it really, really well in Kansas City. And he can decide the last second if he wants AP to run it up the gut or if he wants to ditch it out to a crowder. That all in all together is going to work a lot better than anything AP had on New Orleans or Arizona. And it may even bring you back to like a Minnesota style offense that he was in.
2: I can't. Let me just flip the question over here. Does anybody here think that Fat Rob or Samaj P. Ryan is better than Adrian Peterson? Today? I do.
1: I do.
0: But
4: I, yes. but I do
0: 100%. No. I do. No. I do. Oh, there's yes. Razzie's no. voice. Let's go to no.
4: Razzie. On drop knowledge. Yeah, all- I've, been, I've been staying quiet for too long, guys. Listen, Razzle's on my side. I can feel it. We can we can talk about the Jay Gooden offense not being a run-happy offense, but he hasn't had a running back in his four or five years that he's been here. I mean, we, we left he ditched Alfred Morris because Alfred Morris we know was a Mike Shanahan system running back. Um, and Then they tried to you know, go with Matt Jones, but he, Matt Jones proved he just couldn't hold on to the ball. So I think, I mean, aside from Geis, who's now gone, uh, rest in peace, um, oh, he's not dead <laughs> <laughs> Why are you yeah, not- and hold on, and Razzle, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta challenge you on this yet. too he has
2: surgery this Friday and, and
1: let, 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 Razzle let Razzle finish because he's on my it. side Bring what back, I'm saying Razzle.
4: is Adrian Peterson is the best running back that Jay Gruden has had here in Washington in his whole tenure uh, I agree so
2: I will yeah. tell you what Fat Rob is is Fat Rob. What's his average? Someone the look problem, up his average. The it's like with a 2.1. Fat, Rob, fat Rob is one okay. of those
4: guys that Jay Gruden has a, a fascination with. He, he's he's a Ryan Grant equivalent of running back. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. that no, is no, a no, 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 right no, 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 no. Hold a as, as
0: Gruden's wait, wait, man crushes the whole Gruden reason
1: Fat Rob is still in, on this. Guys, in
0: 2016, in 2016, Fat Rob. 168 attempts for 700 yards, good for 4.2 and six touchdowns, and that was basically just the second half of the season hey, when he actually hey, that's came on late
2: when nobody knows your running style and you're a, uh, listen, an undrafted okay, well, rookie well, who's a, who's a nobody and you just run like, right. like run like a crazy man. And right? Razzle, Razzle tell, Razzle, tell me what he's done in 2017.
3: Razzle, how are you going to compare? Uh, Ryan Grant to fat rob. Is he allergic to the first down marker like Ryan <laughs> Grant <is>? No, he's <laughs> allergic to the end so that's
4: what he is.
0: <laughs> well and to and, and hold on, he's I know we've got some crosstalk going on here, but but LP but, was asking, "What did Fat Rob do before injury last year? Sixty-two attempts, 194 yards, good for 3.1 and three touchdowns." Like, do we
4: have a dominant run game with him? No, absolutely not. Do you what? have the potential for a dominant run game with but AP? No, you get no, the AP you don't. that you, you had, it no, no, you if still you, don't get the AP you had in Arizona. So he's he thirty-three, donkey. Does, I mean, he's he thirty-three is,
0: but, years old. Right, but, but he's
4: that, the, that has he's, not, a, he's not thirty-three because he's missed he missed one year to being a. Uh, child abuser and he missed another year to have not having an A C L So he doesn't have that many years on the right, right. 30-
0: but there's another there's another component to the to the Peterson signing here that I think a lot of people in local media and even us, we haven't even touched on it yet. This is a guy that was playing on a winning team last year and basically still insisted to get traded out of town and go but he wanted touches. Do you think if he gets yeah, if he I gets mean- uh, spelled or or replaced as the starter? You think he's going to take that quietly? I, I don't. I don't see no, that. I, no, I,
4: I think he will because he's he been will. unemployed all season. Exactly. Up until exactly. Now. He's exactly. been unemployed. He will you don't have take to. a, min- tell him a veteran
1: minimum without any guaranteed money if you're going to all of a sudden become a diva after week one. I mean, that's I not, get it. That's I not get what it. you this do. Sin- I mean-
4: the scenario here is much different than it was in New Orleans at the beginning of the season last year. New Orleans had a rookie in Kamara. They had uh, Mark Ingram um who was a, you could say an equivalent style running back to ap and he just wasn't getting the carries that he thought he was going to be getting here he knows what his um he knows what his role is going to be
0: okay but but if we think that adrian peterson if anyone out there listening thinks that adrian peterson is going to get 15 touches a week in this offense you, you're you're just i'm sorry like that's not how this offense runs at all. Steve, I think you're with me on this one. You're giving me the finger you want to get back in here. I, I, I got a question for you, though, and you can choose, I guess you could choose to answer it or not. Going be, I'm but, it. Uh, it's up to you, <laughs> but w- I would argue, and I, I said this uh, last on last week's podcast, or the week before, I think, when uh, DG actually went down, I, I think DeMarco Murray was the right fit, given the way he played in Tennessee, with limited touches, with a, with a guy like Derrick Henry playing behind him.
4: DeMarco, DeMarco Murray got a job at the De, broadcast. DeMarco
0: had a fantastic he? season, if you look at him, just, just the numbers, and basically 10 touches or less a game. So, Steve, you know, I'll ask you this and you do whatever you want with it, but is Peterson the best free agent that they could have brought in?
3: I, I think, I mean, they could have made a play for DeMarco, and I think DeMarco showed as much uh, promise, if not more, with his time. I mean, Adrian Peterson, by the way, is an old 33. I mean, you're not talking about this is a guy who's been beaten up. I mean, this is a guy who was carrying it upwards of 300 times in his heyday in 08, 09, uh, and '10. So, I'm saying. This guy's got a lot of mileage on him. DeMarco Murray's been in a, a very past happy Cowboys offense, which, by the way, if you go to the broadcast booth, you can get Romo, Witten, and, Mar- and Murray maybe in a package deal. That's not a bad thing.
1: Sounds, sounds but, awful.
3: But let, me, let me drop some truth on everyone here. Let me kind of lay out what I've, I've, I've witnessed. And Adrian Peterson is just uh, um, is really the symptom of what's going on here, which is the gymnastics that is being required to talk ourselves into this Redskins team what I have seen over the last couple weeks is this delirium that we're looking at a 10 and 6 9 and 7 wild card, potentially division uh, uh champion team and that's just not true SI came out with their predictions today what was it five and 11
1: uh Monday morning QB
3: hey Peter yeah. King's got to be good for something he, five and 11.
1: He, he hates Alex Smith, though. That has nothing to do with the running game. But what, him what we all need to do is take a step back. And realize that this is a two-week trial that costs the Redskins literally nothing.
0: But, FP, the, the Skins don't have two And if he's good, he's weeks, good. Right? The Skins don't have two weeks. I, look, let's put the contracts aside. Worst case we, scenario, oh my, you boy.
1: run him out there for preseason and you keep the guys you want healthy from getting injured. We That's, all
0: agree <laughs> that financially this deal makes sense, right? He's, we're talking about a million-dollar deal and the Skins could get creative and potentially cut him and then sign him. And not guarantee and, and avoid guaranteeing his contract. So let's leave the finances out of it, because frankly, okay. whether it was Demarco or or Peterson or uh, Orleans Darko or any of these guys, the finances were not was not going to be the issue no matter what. When it comes to style, and I, I I don't remember who said it, but someone said like this: Peterson needs touches, right? He has to feel out the game. He's an old school running back. He reminds me. I mean, we've all been watching football forever. He's got that Emmitt Smith type like feel to him. He's not going to take the the second or third carry in a game to the house it's just not how he plays got to feel people out like that's just historically that's how he is so my fear with a guy like him is that he's just not going to get 10 or 15 10 10 touches a game there isn't 10 touches for him in this offense now the flip side of that is he makes he's going to make defenses at at minimum respect the you know they're not going to be able to go eight in the box against him, right and I think that's Maybe something that Gruden is is hoping works, even if it's a little gimmicky for the first two or three games of the season, you take it, right? You take wins where you can get them and however you can get them. So with Alex Smith back there, assuming the rest of your your offense is healthy and, and most analysts are bullish on the Redskins offensive line being able to run block and zone block a little bit. Okay, that makes it, it makes it a little interesting if you're if you have to defend against the Redskins, you can't just bring your safeties and DBs up because it's still Adrian Peterson, right? And he can maybe he's not going to take you to the house on a 70-80 yard or 60-yard run, but well, he can still grind out 20-30, right? I mean, and I think that's what Gruden is looking at to see if he can consistently get 20-30 yards at a at a clip from him. But the offense overall, like the offense, has other things to deal with. Like they still have, they still have wide receiver issues that they got to handle, right? They still got to find, figure out what they have behind uh, Jordan Reed and and uh, Vernon Davis. Like there's other things that they have to focus on.
2: Uh, I'm not sure those are issues. Well, you're yeah, talking I'm about not, two I'm tight not sure ends. Where you're going with this, Joe? Pretty deep. That, that those are two I'm, good tight ends. I'm just saying ends. that I think I at think receiver
1: people, spot you have a lot I of. I I don't understand that, how bringing in Adrian Peterson is an issue. Let's say he comes in for these two weeks Let, and he's I'll tell leaps you and bounds and clearly better than anybody that we have. And he's a clear choice for RB one. Okay. Let's say that hypothetically happens that he is hands down going to be RB one. You put him in the game. He is your guy. He's going to be your first and second down back. He'll get his touches. You spell him with Chris Thompson. You have Jordan Reed coming down in the flat. You have Crowder going for a quick slant. You have all this stuff happening around him and you still have him behind a a very good line, and if Chase Rouillet or whatever, however he pronounces his last name, as a center, if he steps up from last year, and then you have Morgan Moses and Sheriff and Trent doing what they do, leaving Laval out of the mix, You like the you Tell me, how can you tell me that that Adrian Peterson isn't going to be better if he's gotten that far to the point where Gruden is like, you are better than Fat Rob and Bibbs and and Pirine? How are you going to tell me that he's not going to be the a good problem, addition to this guys, team?
2: You're missing the point here of Of the Redskins' offense is not going to be running through Adrian Peterson, no matter what. He's not no, no, the number I'm not saying option. it will.
1: I'm not saying he's the Reed, number one option.
2: Jamison Crowder, I mean, this Jay Gruden's offense goes from inside to you out. you can't tell me that a 33-year-old Adrian Peterson, who Gruden said
1: went through his test or through the physical and wasn't even out of breath, isn't a a, a force to be reckoned with over Fat Rob. P Ryan, who cares? You're talking about now.
0: You're talking about conditioning. Uh, Terrell Guys, Owens ran for four three, I'm he's talking, of years
1: old. Conditioning plays wow, a huge it part matter. in it. Doesn't matter. I'm doesn't almost matter. out of breath, shouting at you. Conditioning are talking about plays Adrian a huge Peterson,
2: part. Peterson, the dude is a freak of nature. Came back from an ACL in like what nine months or something like that, and had two thousand yards the next year. Okay, LP, so, I have this, no idea what side you're on. To be honest with you, i right, going um, back
1: Let's let's go around <laughs> the table here. FP, you're clearly you're
0: you're clearly very big on Peterson. You think he's is he going to play all 16?
1: Um if he makes it to RB1, I think you get 13 14 out of him.
0: Okay, LP, do you think Adrian Peterson will lead this team in rushing?
1: Yes. Stevie,
0: will he have more than 6 catches on the season?
3: Um Yeah, can I answer LP's question? Sure. <laughs> He will lead the team in rushing because he'll have 270 yards.
1: Wow, that's so sad but true. <laughs>
0: oh man. Okay, Razzle, I want Razzle. You get a completely different question. So we've we've done the schedule breakdown bit, and we've we were all kind of all over the place with with season predictions. What's your outlook for the Redskins? Take a deep breath. Take another one. Pull it together.
3: <laughs> Just to I,
4: I, honestly, I think we have the potential of putting together a 9 7 or 10 Oh, God.
0: There's um, the homer. Yeah. Let him raven. talk. Let him talk. Let, let's hear him out.
4: Okay. It, and it's all dependent on how Al Smith takes on this offense and how he's able to, him and Jay Gruden are able to get along and, and, and really bring out the best. Because Al Smith, I mean, I know, I'm sure you guys have talked about this 15 times or. So over the offseason. I think I don't think Alex Smith is a downgrade over what we had last season. Um I'm not gonna bring up Kirk Cousins name. Please don't,
0: because LP's chomping at the bit to jump in on on the uh don't don't give him any bait. I don't
4: I can't think tell if it's his Mike good. or his Chubb. I don't think he's a downgrade. And I think you're gonna get a year of Doxson being the number one receiver. He's not gonna be worrying about Terrell Pryor. We're not gonna be trying to make Terrell Pryor into something that he's not. Um with additional. A <laughs> <laughs> and, and with Paul Richardson, you know, uh, bringing that down the field threat, I think this team is often and, and I mean, we haven't touched on the defense yet today. Um, I know we have questions about the, the secondary and um, there's a couple of guys out on the other side of Ryan Kerrigan that we um, that we uh, need to see who's going to prove out. But I think I'm going with nine and seven and maybe and competing for a wild card spot.
2: I think the two Joes have a lot of questions about the Redskins, that I don't have questions about.
4: well, I mean, but I also yeah, have, I also have I, questions I think,
0: about why why bring in Skandrick and then let him go and and why why, why would I have the Chiefs in the room? But why I, I get it, But isn't it ironic that he goes to the Chiefs? like it's just another Chiefs Redskins connection, and Peterson is another, you know Vikings Redskins connection. Like you know, this is like one of those cool, like if we had the the money or the talent to, to put one of those little infographic things together about where all the players are going and coming, like these are these are three teams that. <laughs> Somewhat seem intertwined here when you consider the the rosters and the players that have moved between them, um, you know. But I, I don't want to get into the Kirk thing either. You know, to Razzie's point, I think we're we're all kind of up overall up on Alex Smith. I think the receivers is kind of is an issue. LP, you seem to disagree with me. You're still shaking your head over there. I don't. I think Dachson as your number one is a problem. You you seem uh-huh. to be okay with it. I think it's a big problem.
2: I I don't see him as the number one. I see him as the number two. I see Paul Richardson as the number one. And I don't see that as a problem because for once, Doxson is semi-healthy. It seems like, you know, the training staff has got him under control. Um, And I like what I'm seeing out of the younger receivers. I I still think, you know, Crowder is still, you know, one of the top premier inside receivers in the league. So um, I don't really see that as an
4: issue. Okay. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't. Doxey may not be a number one, but I think by the end of the season he can be a number one.
2: Um, I, I don't think he's gonna be the number one guy. I think Paul Richardson is gonna be the number one guy.
1: No, I, I think Razzle's trying to say he has a high ceiling, and we may see how close he gets to that potential by the end of the year if he stays healthy. Um, which I absolutely agree with that statement. Um, but again, Richardson is the number one. But your true number one, all in all, for the for the offense, will be Reed. Um, and yeah, everything, as Reed goes, everything sure. decides, no, everything's no decided upon. Gonna, Reed.
0: Yeah, no one's going to disagree. I mean, I guess if, if Alex Smith gets knocked out, then that's the only maybe exception to it. But no one's going to disagree with you there.
2: I hey, do want to, yeah, yeah some but, 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 I mean, if you took a look at last year, Jordan Reed did nothing, right? This offense had no problems moving down, up and down the field. We couldn't score in the red zone, but had no problems getting the yards. That was a quarterback issue. Oh,
0: no. Uh, uh, oh, Here we go you just you just okay crushed let's all pivot let's let's pivot let's pivot <laughs> off the redskins a team that you know season is starting soon and there's still some muted hopes and dreams i guess for the season uh to the nationals where the hopes and dreams have uh gone away it's the i mean for for steve's sake the season's not over but for anybody else who's casually watching or uh even watching with with somewhat of a critical eye the, the nationals are a mess and and i heard a soundbite i think is the, is the manager now talking to the former manager for tips and tricks, Steve? I, I'm not even sure what to uh, what to make of, of Davey Martinez saying he would take Dusty's call if Dusty wanted to talk to him. I'm not I'm not sure how to process that, but this team is a mess. Postseason, I think, is uh, – I mean, they would have to go, what, 93% win percentage the rest of the way. It's over. Um, do you see anything differently than I do, or is it over? It's got to be over.
3: No, I, th- I think it's, it's over. What I think people are seeing now, which I think – is where the real story is, which is where I think Chelsea Jane and a lot of the post-B writers are focusing on, is that this team used to be the picture of a functional organization, right? We always used to pit them against the Redskins, uh, Dan Snyder, Bruce Allen against the Wizards with uh, Grunfeld and and his mismanagement. We would always say no. I mean, Rizzo, the Lerner family's incredible organization, and now we're seeing infighting in the locker room. We're seeing stories of rumors and speculation and anonymous sources and Rizzo trying to fight one of the players and trading people out of spite and so really the wheels are falling off you know the 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 function of the organization I mean this has been a dysfunctional season but it was contained to the field for so long now it's gone off the field and now you hope that there isn't kind of irreparable damage to the brand of the Nationals which is really what they need to salvage over the next 35 games. Um, if they, especially if they want any chance of re-signing Bryce Harper and bringing up some of these young guys and getting them excited and getting the fan base excited Steve, for 2019. So
0: I have a question. Can you explain to me what waiver trades are? Because if waiver trades happened in like fantasy football, which I'm sure they do all the time, people look at them and say, well, like, that's not fair. That's not cool. Like, you waived the guy. Why are you still trading him? Like, w- What's the deal? In baseball, it seems to be totally accepted.
3: Yeah, the, the best that I can kind of understand it and explain it is that this is a very standard procedure, which is every so often, because the season is so long, there is a trade deadline. But then what they do is they also provide options for teams at different moments in the season to waive guys and essentially make them tradable. And so a team that wants to pick them up, only one team can claim that person off of waivers. And then they enter into trade negotiations, right? So The good example here is Daniel Murphy. The Cubs claimed him. They entered into into negotiations and agreed on a deal with that single A player and a player to be named later. The alternative of that is that Bryce Harper was also waived and claimed by the LA Dodgers. And apparently, if you believe what uh, a lot of the reporters are saying, is that they entered into negotiations with the Dodgers and weren't able to come up with a deal for Harper, but that the Dodgers claimed him and wanted him to join their team. And Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers didn't deny that tonight. but this isn't
0: like a this isn't like a loan in soccer where you can actually loan a player out but he's still yours you get him back this the nats are i mean well, trade it's a, it's regardless of what happens if they if they take a player in exchange it's done there's no getting harper back or anyone else
3: it's done in the, in that sense but it's also done it, it is a loan in the sense of murphy and adams are both a contract years these guys are going to be free agents uh in the summer so really what the cubs and cardinals are doing is stocking up for their playoff runs uh, which are ongoing currently.
0: So, any thought as to why the Nationals would do this now?
3: I, I think they wanted to do this at the trade deadline. I think Rizzo. He's I think Rizzo. Some hope. Yeah, I think he's the most optimistic guy. I think he thought if they can get healthy, get some breaks, they'd be right back in it. It didn't happen, and then he just again. I guess they freaked and they felt let's get something, um, and they did it. And but well,
2: well, uh, why Daniel Murphy?
3: Well, he was he was he's on a contract year, so he's definitely going to be a sought after commodity for a team that's in the playoffs or making a playoff run right now. And you know, I think somewhere in in the back of Rizzo's mind, Murphy's old. I mean, he's 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 you know mid thirties. He may not have a lot left in the tank, especially for a new deal. So better get something for him if you don't plan on re signing him in the future.
0: All right, so let's let's stay on the Nats here. But FP, do you think that? Uh, I mean, I know you've been casually watching. We're always talking about the Nats and what's happening, especially when they blow leads. But do you think the manager will be one and done, or do you think he's got a second year in him?
1: If it were me, he would be one and done. Um, But from what I've heard Steve say over and over and over again is, we aren't a franchise that is good with having a manager or dealing with managers. So I honestly can give you no prediction as to how it's going to be handled. I think I think we freak out all and all together based off the the what happened today, and you you just release him after this year. That's what I personally.
0: Think. I mean, it's not costing him anything, but it's if that talk is already starting to bubble up and circle, you know, it's probably not looking good for Davey LP. Um, do you think Bryce is back? I mean, now that they've actually tried to trade him, I mean that pretty much crushes any value to, or any attempt to really bring him back. At least my yeah.
2: There's no way, no way he's back. I mean, he had the relationship with Davy Martinez, and it seems like both of them are going to be gone. Uh, The relationship, I think, with the Nationals and with the fan base, they're starting to sour. I I don't see that coming.
0: Razzie, how many baseball games have you watched this season?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, I was supposed to go to one tonight, but then I chickened out because of the rain. Uh, uh, So one, but I can. Freaking Maybe one, one on and a half. <laughs> um, but I mean, to answer your previous question that you that you posted, LP,
3: get <laughs> de- an answer, Razzle. <laughs> no,
4: I mean, I, I definitely agree that Bryce is out. I mean, you see the trajectory of the Nationals and the direction that is, they're going. Is and- he
3: out?
1: If we threw the money at him, wouldn't he just be like, "All right"?
4: I don't think. I mean, I why? Anyone's gonna why? be. I, mean, I just had...
2: don't see him as being a, a, the best player in MLB right now. I don't see that, and I don't see why you throw the money
3: at him.
0: I mean, that's a fair assessment. Steve, I mean, do you think Davey's back?
3: No, Davey's back. Davey 100% is back. Uh, I Because think, of the
0: finances? Because he's cost nothing?
3: Yeah, and I, I think uh, people around that organization feel like he hasn't been given a fair shot with the injuries and some of the kind of bad luck he's run into. And I think getting that vote, I, 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 this I'll tell you for sure, the learners and Rizzo value uh, player coaches and player managers. People that are able to manage the locker room—that's what undid. Okay,
0: but but hold on, I'll pump the brakes here. Do you think if Dusty was still managing the team, they'd be oh where my they're at? God. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta I ask the question. I was just gonna ask. You that. gotta ask the question, right? Dusty had a pedigree of winning. It's the same roster, right? For essentially, the last three seasons, uh, you can't say it wasn't. They had injuries. Plus, Adam Eaton back. They've had injuries the past two seasons. They were still ninety-plus wins.
3: I mean, I've watched probably eighty-five to ninety percent of the games. Uh, this season, and there's just something with this team. It's not manager related. There's something on the field that's just not clicking, and it's baseball. It's hard to explain. You can look at the numbers. I guess there's just like a lack of chemistry. It's it's just uh, a that's,
0: a that's the Jason Worth chemistry. argument, though, it's right? Like the, they need that guy in the locker room who's just gonna, in the clubhouse, who's gonna grab people by the hair and tell them to get their head in the game. I, I don't buy that, but I, I think this is, I think it actually has a lot more to do with the manager than than we realize. Stevie, he's the one that's making the calls, right? He's the one that's that's pulling the, he's the one that's tinkering with the lineup. He's the one that's that's calling in the the defensive sets. So, the, I think there is I a mean, lot just to do like,
2: there. I just like the, in any other organization or job, when the organization fails, the person at the top is held
3: responsible. I mean, I and
2: I, in this case, that's Rizzo and Davey. But
3: I I get that, I totally get that. But then there are certain things when he puts in the right closer after Max Scherzer pitches eight brilliant innings in Chicago gives them a three run sure. lead and the right closer gives up a grand slam a walk-off home run on Sunday night baseball I mean it's just insanity <laughs> I mean it's just complete insanity what's he supposed to do he in the press conference after said I don't know what else to do <laughs> he literally said that so I think when, when you have your star player batting you know 210 for the first 110 games of the season Bryce has picked it up over the last 30 games I mean he's batting like 350 over these last Yeah, you know, and he'll probably end the season somewhere
0: somewhere around 270 285, yeah. 270 <laughs> 75, something like that. But uh, I don't I don't think he'll be back. I mean, I think it's a bad look and there's I no just, way there's no way that they didn't tell him that they were going to do this, right?
3: I think that, you, well, by the way, they do this every year with Bryce. They put him on waivers just to, to see to what claim. happens. Exactly. They do this every year. So, so if you're Bryce,
0: 100%. if you're Bryce and and the Dodgers do claim you, don't you I mean, don't you want to go?
3: No, I, I, if you want my prediction, which you didn't ask but I'll still give, is I think Bryce is going to sign a two-year deal here in Washington. I think uh hometown market, discount? Yeah. Well, I think the market's not going to be there for his 400 million that that Boris has been promising him. And so what they'll do is they'll sign a fat two-year deal, you know, potentially you know, close to 60-70 million dollars for two years, let him ball out and then he's still so young that he can get another 10-year deal in two years, for that 4, 450, hopefully the market's turned.
1: So with that being said, does that mean our quote-unquote championship window is not necessarily closing as soon as we thought it would be?
3: I think the championship window is a myth. I really do. I think the way Rizzo stacks his farm league, the way he's got Victor Robles and Eric Fetty and Carter Keboom and uh, obviously Juan Soto. I mean, these kids are 19, 20, 21. They're going to be here for a long time. I think he's reloading. I don't this isn't a rebuild, even if Bryce Harper leaves. I think this team's going to be contending. And problem is, the Braves look just as good and just as young as us. So, but I the think are,
0: the Braves are a really good Like use case here, right? Because they, they reloaded very quickly themselves. Yeah. Like when your young guys all click at the same time, you look like you know what you're doing. Exactly. Uh, even though maybe it, there's some luck in there, too. So, I, I, I don't disagree with that assessment at all, Steve. I do think. Uh, the Nats have a lot in their pipeline, a lot to be you know encouraged by. But I mean, right now the way that this season, uh, it, it's disappointing, right? Like we had the we had the Capitals obviously bring home bring home the trophy, and everybody went crazy. And then all yes. all eyes, all attention kind of shifted, and hey, the Nats can make this a a, a two championship town here in one in one calendar year, and that You're
3: champions, right, Joe?
2: <laughs> hey, if we're talking about champions, we should probably talk about DC United. Let's talk about no. DC United. You want to talk about Wayne? You want to talk about the
0: Philadelphia Better than, Heder, better than talking Rizzards?
2: about the Valor. Oh, well, the Valor are champions too. The Valor are <laughs>
0: champions, going two and ten in the uh, regular season, but getting high w- when it counts. Apparently,
2: uh, I thought they went uh, winless in the regular season. No, I think they, they, did won, they get two. Wins? They won
0: two games, and I think they were both against Baltimore.
2: <laughs> well, when you only play out of three other teams.
0: So FP is dying to talk about millennials. Do you still want to talk about millennials, FP?
1: If it's either, if it's that or DC United, the answer is yes.
0: Okay. What would you so I sent you guys a link about four companies that give millennials or give employees time off when they get a new puppy. Why are you opposed to this?
1: It, that's It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it's, well, it's actually
2: ridiculous, and that that's actually a question.
1: Yes. Uh, Just look, shut up and do your job in your stupid beige cubicle like the rest of the world has for 50 something years. Right. What do you? Why do you need ping pong tables? No offense, Steve, and and all this random bull
2: crap to get your stupid job done. Just work, and please wake up before nine o'clock. Yes, <laughs> and and if it's I see so the, guys the, in the corporate world, just, world yeah. does not start Look, at eleven o'clock, I work, work. I work in Alexandria.
1: 9:00. I work in Alexandria, and if I have to see one more hipster d bag make me stop in the middle of the road because he decided to ride his scooter from the metro to the office. I'm going to punch him in the face.
3: <laughs> hey, can we just uh, – Joe, can you just age check these guys so people don't think 60-year-old <laughs> dudes? Are they dead?
0: are uh, – I, I think FP and LP I think are – they're not millennials. I think they missed the cut by like two no, years.
2: No, we're no, definitely no, millennials.
4: No, technically, I Joe,
1: you and Steve are millennials too. Yeah, how, how, how I think am I millennials.
4: millennials, dude? I'm, I'm a Gen X person or, if, or whatever it's called. It's no, Gen Z is they, what you're talking about. Gen Z is a new group that's coming into the workforce. Yeah. <laughs> give me, give me, <laughs> a, what
0: year was what
1: year are millennials born?
4: I think it's eighty one. Eighty-two.
1: No, it's like, older. It's older X than the eighties. No, no, no. That's it's X older than, No, no. They changed millennials to include like, like, like. My oldest sister would be considered a millennial. And choose no, no, f
2: that. I'm not a millennial. Yeah.
0: I no no no. I understand how to work. No, thank you.
2: You're but, definitely a millennial. Just drink. I mean, just you're just all about four k, five k, six k. I mean, that's that's the pure signs of a millennial. Yeah. I mean, based on based on, uh, uh, wait, based, it, based it, on work, Steve's work, he's definitely millennial.
0: I mean Steve is the um, Steve you work you work in an office I would imagine. See, like the WeWork offices, I feel like they're designed for millennials, but there's actually no millennials that have jobs or that own or that rent space in there. Is that correct?
3: Well, Joe, they they uh, resolved that situation. Now they have WeLive. So you can for $3500 a month
0: live rent in your a office,
3: 500 square foot studio and share it with six other people and then work downstairs.
0: See, that that just sounds terrible. That's tonight. cool.
4: What's That's cool
0: a- what's <laughs> cool about
4: that? Tell me. Tell me. Right, no, tell I me, mean, what's right, cool about we found maybe that? Maybe
3: not for not we found for
2: our, uh, our use case but, there.
3: But by the no. way, by the way, the smoke shows at WeWork y'all are sleeping on. Okay? So don't underestimate that. Is
4: that a pun? I mean, but maybe <laughs> maybe not for $3500 a month, but the concept of just shared space and shared workplace. <laughs> hey, the initial the initial kind of question, the initial Can question
1: of taking time, can you imagine going to your boss, and be like, "Hey,
2: I need four weeks off work. Why? I bought a puppy." What, I mean, are if, you kidding if me have, right now? <laughs> it, it, it is kind of serious work having a puppy and having them eat, eat up your couches and all that. It's serious work. It's but called a crate. A question. It's called I do a, have crate. a Question for Mister DC: Put do, the dog in a crate. At, at these we live places, do they walk down from their apartments to their workspace barefoot?
0: Dude, I think it's the same space.
1: No, it's not the same space. It's yes, different floors,
2: right? There's a there's a living floor and then there's a working floor. Shoes and then there's everyone a Starbucks is
1: working in a hotel lobby. That's basically what's happening.
3: Shoes are optional, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, you're missing out.
0: Well, Steve, have us in have us into the WeWork offices. We'll do a show from there.
3: We'll, well do a ping pong tournament.
1: That sounds and, lovely.
3: And we're also not giving proper credit to the name Paternity Leave.
2: Yeah, paternity. No, I stupid. So stupid. So so. so Can anyone? Can anyone confirm which companies in the DC metro area have paternity leave? Because I may go buy ten pets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ten can't. pets, four, no. four weeks each. That's that's. We're 40 only weeks talking of, about this because I promise. And this all you guys do is take care of ten pets. That's no. a win. That's a job in itself.
0: Do no. birds count? Can we talk about Clay Thompson not going back to the Warriors? <laughs> And potentially joining LeBron in LA? Or is it too soon?
4: It's too soon for that, Joe. Talk about the free agency 2019.
3: Is this you trying to get away from Trump going to jail?
0: We could talk. Listen, I told you this offline and I'll repeat it right now. (laughs) Trump going to jail or being removed from office would be the worst thing to happen to you because you would be so bored with President Pence.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, Is is boredom a bad thing?
0: Yeah, he's a millennial. (laughs) Apparently, he's he's not stimulating enough. Yeah, it's a bad thing.
4: It's a bad thing. Uh, Have you guys done your NFL preview show yet?
3: <laughs> hey, Razzle, how about you listen to one of our shows? Yeah. What do you only listen to one show? About? Razzle, what's
0: on, <laughs> your, what's on your mind? What, what do you want to preview exactly across the league?
4: No, I mean we should probably go around and do some predictions. Division winners or so. I thought SI came out with predicting the Redskins going five and eleven this season. We, we, we can
1: talk division about division. Browns. We, yeah, Joe we, thinks the Browns are going to go fourteen we, wins after
2: watching. I hard think notes. I
0: think the Browns are going. I think the Browns are going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think Carlos are they on time Hyde is Dez? Gonna, uh, With or without Dez. I think Carlos Hyde gonna, is going. Is uh, going. That that team is built really well, and it's like half McLuhan, half luck or whatever, but. That team looks really good, and I'm still blown away by the fact that we're all pronouncing Tyrod's name completely wrong. I don't know if you guys caught that.
1: How is it supposed to be pronounced?
2: Uh,
0: Tara? It's like yeah, you say it again.
2: Tara? Something like that? Yeah, yeah.
0: Tyrod. It's not Tyrod. It's Terah.
2: No. I, I think the D yeah, is. he's kind not going like to be there after five family, or six island.
1: games. That's that's a millennial yeah. complaint. <laughs> Come well, on, whatever. Everyone look, pronounces you, your name wrong. You can't look.
0: It's a, okay, Razzie, Would you rather have the Skins roster or the Browns roster?
2: Can we stop talking about the Browns? I'm telling you, <laughs> when, when actual Every football guys,
4: when I actual mean,
0: football guys get asked this question, they all gets, they, everyone ends up responding the same way.
4: Long pause, I mean,
0: and then I mean, and then it's gonna say Browns. Watch. I mean,
4: it, give me Baker, Jarvis Landry, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett,
0: Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson. No, no,
4: no. no I mean.
1: Why not? You no, think no I would much rather hey, have mean, the Redskins roster. This is Josh, stupid. Give me
2: Josh
4: Gordon. Oh, are you kidding me? Josh Gordon. I mean, guys, he, come on. The most
2: in position on the field at quarterback. It, our quarterback is leaps and bounds better than Baker Mayfield and Terrell Taylor put together.
4: Okay. No, but Baker, Baker Mayfield's so gonna be a gonna huge be good. bust. No, he's, he's gonna, gonna be a bust. No, he's he's be
1: bust. No. That millennial quarterback singing no. out with a tiger. Basil saw
0: something. Okay, don't just let him let him have his piece.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, Razi, I, Razi, I, Razi, I
0: we're think not going to do a full league preview here, but is there one team that you've got some high hopes for?
4: I mean, the San Francisco. I think oh. San Francisco is going to be really good this year. Um, I'm all based aboard, on, Jimmy G.
0: Based on what? <laughs> based on what? G- he's from he, He's busy with porn stars. They don't have a running back. They don't. They have. A, they have a track <laughs> they star. They have Jared
4: McKinnon, back. who's better than Carlos in, Hyde.
0: He's injured, from missing four to six weeks. Missing half the season. Goodwin is a track star that uh, Ice, tries
3: to catch. Don't football. forget about
4: Pierre. You guys, Ice it's only been a day, couple years.
3: Nice up to date research, Razzle. Didn't even know the guy was injured. let <laughs> 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 you on. Oh, but I want to talk no, about I mean, the league.
2: Let's talk this, about the league. This should have been a fantasy football draft night because Razzle would have drafted him uh, first overall. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about drafting injured players on your fantasy team, LP? Is Adrian
0: uh, Peterson a second, third, fourth round pick? Anybody?
4: He's a 10th-round pick.
1: First of all, if you're a fantasy football player, you know not to draft any Redskins player. No, I don't ascribe to that rule.
0: I don't, but that's fine. It's up to you. Is it because of the whole, like, I don't want to cheer against them thing or
1: cheer for them? No, 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 because they all get injured, and then you're oh, stuck yeah, they... sitting on waiver wires.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's, the Redskins spread the ball around so much that no one on their team is is a good option. But I like, this, I like this
0: angle. Let, let's get out on this. So Razzle, for some reason, without actually without reason, is big on... On the 49ers. Does anyone else have a team that they're kind of tracking or following that they're
4: big on?
1: Rams. Rams are going to run away this year.
4: The Rams remind me of what the Eagles did a couple years ago when they, when they had the dream team. Um,
1: they yeah, but the difference up.
4: is the Rams got W's. The Rams got W's last year. And okay. I, th- I think... Thank you. A lot know. of personality All on that pieces, team. <laughs> yeah. All those pieces on defense, who knows what, what's going to happen with Sue? Donald hasn't shown up yet. Um, Look,
1: like, fat men they, don't need training camp. Just give them money, let them rest, and show, show up on oh, Sunday. Yeah,
4: that works
0: so great for Albert Hainsworth, right?
4: Yeah. LP, is
2: there a
0: team you're watching? Fat you men, not about?
2: extremely okay. obese men.
0: LP, is there another team you care about? That's not the right
2: I am intrigued by the Green Bay Packers. Um, <sighs> I think it's Aaron Rodgers' turn. Once again, we've been saying 20?
4: that for the last five, like the like Packers are always that team that just let us down. I think I'm going to skip Bayless
0: on, uh, on Rogers. I think he's, he's actually supremely overrated. I've con- I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Sorry. He's I, talented,
2: I put him as he's... my number one quarterback back in the NFL today.
4: Ooh. Okay. I don't no, think I'm, I'm with LP on that. If him. he didn't already
2: have a Super
1: Bowl win, I would give you that one, Joe. But he already has a Super Bowl win, and he's already been MVP, and he's already kind of got All right, but a problem.
0: every year, his his numbers are basically, you know, a smidge better than a guy like Philip Rivers, and a smidge yeah, worse than a guy like. Uh,
1: compare him to. I mean, that's that's the perfect comparison because they both have nothing. They're
2: both doing. What they're doing with nothing, Yeah, if it's, the,
0: if it's real NFL, you want the guy who wins. If, if we're talking about fantasy, you want the guy who gets the stats, right? And that's...
2: Well, here's the thing about Green Bay. You always see them building through the draft. And there's always pieces that you've never heard of that are having fantastic years in but Green Bay. They, they might
1: the, be the one team that have worse running backs than us. I mean, and, Green uh, Bay... And,
0: and the one team that doesn't need them and, and shows that you can you can literally throw anyone back there. And which would remove
1: the statement that Aaron Rodgers is overrated.
4: No, but I think he, you, can't, you can't compare. They'll be there in January. We'll just see if they like The Green Bay Packers are my favorite NFC team outside of D.C., but they just continue to not... Whether it's a getting hurt or just not coming through in one of the big games. Look, so I'm here's big, a question.
2: Oh, is that a thing, or is that a millennial thing, where you have favorite teams outside of No, your, don't. Your it, listen, no, <laughs> we all got another team. No, I a, don't Steve's
0: know, know Steve's man. always no. had a little passing love affair with Tom Brady. It, that's not a secret, right? Was it Tom Brady? Was it Peyton Manning? Ed
3: Roethlisberger. He's a oh, big, yeah, ben big Ben guy. Pe- he's a Steelers Ooh, fan. That's
4: right. That's not man. better. That's
0: Joe.
3: You've
4: always been a Saints fan. Yeah, and
3: look,
0: and we can talk about the Saints for a second here. The Saints got... They're loaded at every position. With the and the, with the big question mark, ironically, with the, with Saints, is Drew Brees and does he is his arm actually is it back? Because last year it wasn't. He couldn't he couldn't sling the ball, and yeah, they were able to run all over it all over people, and that defense was in, supremely improved. But if they, I mean, they have the six, I think six or seventh uh, easiest schedule, uh, based on whatever that's based on uh, right now. But if if Drew can can do what he does. That team that is going to be there come you know, late December and January as well. That's a really good team. Um, and the Falcons, too. The Falcons are another one, too. Stevie, is there any other team you care about outside the Skins?
2: Oh, God.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> the question should have been, Stevie, do you care about the Skins?
3: Do I care about the Skins do I care about any other teams?
2: Do you care about football? <laughs> uh, who,
3: who, won the football who won the Super Bowl last year?
2: Manchester City.
3: Ah. <laughs> uh, who knows? Seriously.
2: The Eagles. The Eagles.
3: Eagles. Okay. <laughs> I I said the NFC East is going to be the best division in football. So let's see what the Giants...
2: You said that in hindsight, huh?
3: Let, no, I'm saying this season the NFC East will be the best division in football. So let's see what the Giants and Cowboys can do.
2: Cowboys so you, will do nothing. The question was, who are you rooting for outside of Washington? And you brought up the Eagles, Cowboys, and uh, Giants. <laughs> he said,
3: are you interested? I thought you were saying intrigued. intrigued. That's right.
0: That's right. I said, is there any other team that you're Has, anyone, you? has
3: anyone
1: seen the all or nothing for the Cowboys on Amazon? I saw
0: it only as a suggested watch because the one on I, Manchester City is incredible.
1: I saw the first episode and... I don't care about anything except how amazing their practice facility is—the star or whatever, this four-billion-dollar football mecca. What? We have money. Why can't we do stuff like this?
0: Uh, no one's gonna answer that. LP, you get the final word on the show here. LP, did the DC United rally and make Stewart the playoffs? Millennial. Yes or
2: no? I'm gonna interrupt
1: everything about soccer.
2: Uh, yep. If you guys haven't been keeping track,
1: no, honestly,
2: this is nobody the most exciting team in Washington yeah. DC since the Capitals in their Stanley Cup run. It's Wayne Rooney is good. doing amazing things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, you had uh NBA offseason, you had the Nats, you had Redskins offseason, so there was a few things. But very exciting team. I think they're sitting in eighth, top 6 wow. to getting into the playoffs. Uh, that Eight? should it's about um 6 points between them and the last playoff <coughs> playoff spot. So, I think they get in.
0: They're playing a lot better. the The short story here is, they went from tenth to to or eleventh uh, or twelfth last in the East? last yeah 12th. they They're, they're going to make the playoffs, and they are vastly improved. They're I mean, and and Wayne Rooney is actually really fun to watch. So, um, we'll do more soccer at one of the next shows. LP. Any final thoughts, Razzle? That's a big no, Stevie. <laughs>
3: Oh, uh,
4: uh, thank you
3: guys for having me
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy's on tape delay over here. FP, any final thoughts?
1: Um, No, no final thoughts. I think AP is going to do great. Millennials are stupid.
0: Okay, and, and I think AP won't make the roster, so we'll see what happens. For Stevie, <laughs> FP, LP, and special guest, Razuk, Razzle, Razzy, thanks for joining us, my man. We will be back. Preseason is almost over. Real football is about to take uh, – I mean, real football is about to happen. we got Fantasy Draft Special coming up, hopefully, next week. Uh, Big Money League is drafting next week as well. We have our um, our Yahoo DFS League. Uh, Search for it on Yahoo. Search uh, Defeating the Curse. You can find us and join us there for weekly contests. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Joe. Until next week, we are out.